I said it at the top of the show, and I'll continue to say this. This is Game Play, Mirrors, Matthew Cause. You're listening, listening to TSN 1050. Gary Bettman needs to respond to all the wild action going on in the NHL. Whether it's the Rangers with Tarasenko and maybe Patrick Kane, the Leafs with Ryan O'Reilly, now Andrew McCabe, Bo Horvat to the Islanders, Timo Meyer to the Devils, Tanner Janot to Tampa, and all these teams trading a boatload of draft picks. And a lot of these teams that are doing all this hard work to entertain their fans, to try to do what they are supposed to do in sports, and that is win. These teams will be punished because they'll all be playing each other because of the playoff system. I'm saying something completely new. Whoever the top 16 teams are, East and West, I don't care. You throw them all into the playoffs, one versus 16, March Madness style. Dominic Padula, how much better would you enjoy betting on and watching the NHL playoffs if it wasn't, you know, two teams with a 650 winning percentage knocking themselves out early, and now the Seattle Kraken have got a better chance of moving on further than the Tampa Bay Lightning? Well, hey, you made a good point, and I'm sure come May you'll have at least a couple of uh, fan bases that would love that idea because what's going to happen is you got six of the top seven choices to win the Stanley Cup all playing in the Eastern Conference, and two of those teams won't get out of the first round. So I'm sure by the time May rolls around, you'll have a couple of fan bases wanting a, a different playoff system for sure. Oh, yeah, abs- absolutely. And as uh, as you mentioned, on FanDuel, six of the top seven, all from the East, which, you know, to me, this says, like, I don't know what your strategy is or uh, or what you do when it comes to uh, Stanley Cup futures bets. I think I'm, I'm going to avoid it. Maybe put down five bucks on, you know, the Flames who aren't even in the playoffs right now. But, like, if I'm going to bet someone... I, I'd I'd feel better betting on Colorado than I would on the Boston Bruins. Absolutely. And and to your point, uh, if you bet on Colorado right now, Edmonton right now is the second choice to win the Western Conference. And they're further down the list than six of the teams from the Eastern Conference in terms of the Stanley Cup futures market. So to your point, wide open. It'll be very interesting to see what happens at the trade deadline, whether or not a team like the Oilers, the Stars, the Golden Knights can make a move to position themselves a little better to deal with Colorado. But I've been watching the past couple of Avalanche games. Now that the NFL season's over, I've got a lot more spare time on my hands. And Colorado... They're rounding into form. They're still missing Kale McCarr. He's been out with concussion symptoms. Gabriel Landeskog, he's nearing his return. They've played the majority of the season without a lot of their players in the lineup, whether it's Nachushka missing some games, McKinnon, etc. When they're back at full strength with Alexander Georgiev, who I think has played better than people give him credit for to date, Colorado's going to be a tough team to take out in the Western Conference in the East. Boston's going to have to deal with Tampa Bay and then whoever's left of Carolina, New Jersey, uh, the Rangers. Um, So a much, much more difficult path through the Eastern Conference. But one of the things that I would actually highlight is the potential parity we'll get, and it depends really on the lens that you look at these teams through. Tampa Bay is going to play Toronto in the first round. If we're looking at the Stanley Cup odds, it means the Maple Leafs are likely going to be favored against the Lightning in the first round. Personally, I would jump on the Lightning if that opportunity presents itself. New Jersey and the New York Rangers is another series I would look at. That could be a pick 
uh, Devils and Rangers. That could be a pickup. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. would mean Rangers in that spot. So a couple of series to keep an eye out for in terms of uh, betting the NHL playoffs a couple of weeks from now. Yeah, and I think that's the message for everyone. If, if, when you want to bet on the playoffs, then bet on series. Don't do the futures because the way the East is set up, it's just it's too difficult. It, it, it's far, far too difficult to bet on any of these teams because you don't know. And, and the crazy thing, I say that the Bruins got Orloff you know, just a, a little while ago, made their defense that much better, but here we are. Uh, I'm curious, get your thoughts on Austin Matthews, Prop bets. Again, joined by Dominic Padula from TSN Edge. You can read the morning coffee column every day at tsn.ca slash edge. I wonder about Matthew's goal prop bets, and should we wait to see if Marner is on a line with him? And if Marner is on a line with him, maybe we should, you know, uh, be a little bit more enthusiastic about betting the over. Yeah, for sure. I mean, two goals in his last game. Uh, but before that, five straight games without a goal. And the way that offense is spread out right now with William Nylander really taking a step forward and, and then, uh, you know, the new line with O'Reilly, Tavares, and Marner, whether or not they stick together, I think it's definitely something you look out for, especially based on how they're priced, right? Like Matthews has hovered around even money to score uh, all season when he's played. Um, you know, not, certainly not going to sniff at 28 goals, but uh he hasn't performed at the pace that he did last year. And so definitely looking at temper expectations. And certainly part of that is going to be who he plays with. Um, and there's other props that you can look at, right? Like you don't really have to force the issue with the Austin Matthews anytime goal prop. William Nylander, his shots on goal prop has been one that I've been playing pretty steadily throughout the year. Obviously, uh, adding to that with the Nylander anytime goal scorer market, he's got uh, a goal in five of his last seven games. So, with other players stepping up for the Leafs and obviously the offense spread out a little more, um, no reason to really be forcing it with Matthews. Uh, superior talent, obviously, an elite talent from a goal-scoring department. But just in terms of the actual production so far this season, other guys have stepped up. Uh, offense is firing. Uh, Nylander is one of those guys that I think has really had a, a breakout season in terms of performing above expectations, especially from a goal-scoring um, perspective with 33 goals on the season. So no reason to force it with Matthews until you um, have a better understanding of who he's playing with and, and what the number is for an anytime goal-scorer prop. Is there any, um, and and if you want to say no, there isn't, that's fine, and hopefully James Duffy isn't listening. Uh, but, but Dominic, is there any uh, player you're keeping an eye on? You're like, okay, if that guy moves, and especially if they go to this team or this team, then, uh, and, and I'm going to put Patrick Kane out of this because it yeah. feels like it's a done deal. He's going to the Rangers. Is there any other players you're sort of keeping an eye on going, that guy could make a difference? No, you're absolutely right. I don't think there is. Uh, I think I think there's a couple of players maybe, like I've heard the Kings maybe adding a goaltender uh, behind Phoenix Copley who's played well. Like, you know, maybe if they get a, a goalie that, that provides them some support down the stretch um, in terms of actually getting into the playoffs. But at this point in time, like, you know Colorado's the team to beat in the West. You know, maybe Edmonton, maybe Edmonton can, can make a run again in the East. Um, a lot of the moves have already been made. And, and to your point, it looks like Patrick Kane's headed to the Rangers. Um, so it's going to take uh, a surprise move, uh, a trade that really isn't involving any of the players on the updated TSN trade bait board to really move the needle. 
at this point, I think we have a pretty good idea of what these teams are going to look like. Um, and from a futures perspective, I don't really expect any significant movement on Friday. Oh, 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 there's someone very sad hearing that. Um, I, I and uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this question and again. If you're like, nope, I don't have anything on it, totally fine. Because uh, just when you look at the schedule, I see tonight it is Boston, the third uh, game of their Western Road Swing in Edmonton tonight, and going on FanDuel. Uh, these might be some of the shortest odds you get with the Bruins. Only, and I repeat, only minus 130 on the road in Edmonton. Uh, your thoughts either on this game, the over-under is 6.5. How do you approach what is a really uh, enjoyable-looking game? Yeah, I can't wait to watch this game. I like Boston. Took Boston on the money line. I think that uh, a team like the Bruins, to your point, they're absolutely cruising. Ran into a little bit of a bump. Uh, but really putting things together of late, and, and they got that win streak uh, coming into tonight's game. I think they circle this game as um, the type of contest where it's like, look, like if, if you're Patrice Bergeron or David Krejci, like how, how do we match up against Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl? Um, you know, obviously two elite talents and, and a really good test for a Bruins team that hasn't really had to get up for many games this season. I would consider this one of the games that they do get up for. And I think there's an opportunity uh, when it comes to some of these point props. I look at a player like Jake DeBrusque, uh, steady contributor, kind of flying under the radar. Obviously, uh, Bergeron, Marsha, and Pasternak uh, get all, a lot of the credit, and, and it certainly do. But Jake DeBrusque's point prop stands out for me. I like the Bruins in tonight's game. Um, but I, do, I can't wait to watch it because I think you know Edmonton, Relies so heavily on McDavid and Dreisaitl, and certainly goaltending has been a story for them all season, whether or not they could get the type of consistent goaltending to contend with some of the best teams in the NHL. And I think tonight's another example of a, a really good litmus test for them, whether or not that they could skate with the Bruins on home ice. I, I tend to lean towards Bruins with minus 130. You know, you talk about the price on FanDuel. It's, it's a great number, in my opinion. Um, but certainly it's going to be a good test for Edmonton Oilers. And, and tonight we'll figure out if, uh, you know, if the Oilers can get up for it and, and skate with uh, one of the best teams in the league or if Boston's just going to run right through and I lean towards the Bruins' money line. And this might be uh, the best odds you get of Boston, and it happens to be the third game of a road swing against a dangerous but flawed Edmonton Oilers team. Dominic, always appreciate. Thank you so much for joining the show. You can read his work at tsn.ca slash edge. Morning Coffee is out now. And again, as we end this, I mean, I don't. have you ever seen a time where every major NHL star that got traded, every one of them is going to the Eastern time zone? Every single one of them, and then maybe Patrick Kane as well. I've, I've never seen a situation where you're looking at whether it's Rangers, Devils, Leafs, Lightning, like two of those teams are going out in the first round. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for the NHL playoffs. At least the Eastern version. Hey, Dominic, thank you so much. Really appreciate you joining the show today. Thank you so much. Enjoy the games tonight. Have a great week. Absolutely. You as well. Dominic Padula from TSN Edge.